Welcome to Sacrifice to Success Podcast. My name is David Weaver, and I am the owner of The Forgotten Heart Project. My mission is to help others create freedom in every aspect of their life. In this season of the podcast, we are talking life, business, and what makes you feel alive. We are speaking with business owners and entrepreneurs from all over, hearing about the sacrifices, the learnings, the twists, the turns, the ups and downs, and the successes that they have had in life and business. These are their stories. All right. Welcome, everybody. I am excited to have an awesome conversation with Tim Bridges today. Welcome, Tim. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you. Yeah. So Tim is calling in from Texas today. So Tim, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Okay. A little bit about myself. I don't know how far we want to go back, uh, but <laughs> the last uh, four years or so, uh, we've been developing uh, a few different companies. Um, you know, we've made a few million dollars and, uh, you know, uh, it's nothing to shake a stick at during these crazy times we've been in. So, yeah. but, uh, but, you know, I could do a quick zip through my past, you know, uh, we, uh, we uh, didn't have much money growing up, you know, but, uh, you know, I fought for everything that I got. So, you know, when you came with, to me with this uh, podcast for Sacrifice to Success, that's, you know, everything that, you know, I've, I've done to get to here, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, early on in life, uh, always been an entrepreneur, uh, you okay. know, always been hands on. I remember being a kid, you know, like building wooden craft things and going and selling them around the neighborhood and, you know, uh, you know, this type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then once you sell the first few pieces, you know, it's just in your blood and, and, uh, you know, uh, you find other ways to, to do this thing that makes you happy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I saw that with, uh, my, my oldest daughter is totally that kid. I wasn't that kid yeah. growing up. She yeah. she made like 40 bucks selling like stuff she picked from like the island in front of our house and like flowers and pictures yeah. and all this stuff in one afternoon. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you you taught her some good stuff too, you know. <laughs> well, I try. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. Keep going. No, no, it's quite all right. Uh, so yeah, so you know, we moved around quite a bit, uh, around Texas. And so I grew up in, you know, South Houston, pretty rough neighborhoods. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, then we moved out to the country. So then I got out of the concrete jungle and, you know, wound up graduating high school from Madisonville, which is a small country town mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, kind of close to where we live now. Um, nice. but, uh, but, you know, from there, I wound up going to Huntsville, Sam Houston state university, um, uh, my parents didn't really have money to help. So I worked full time, you know, at a pharmacy and then worked at Home Depot and, you know, did building materials and, and, uh, wound up moving up to pro sales and, you know, developing deck projects and home projects and stuff like that. And really enjoyed it, but, uh, it kind of got me in that construction, you know, um, but, uh, but you know, doing other odds and end projects, a lot of hands-on work on the side to get through college, you know? And so, you know, not only in college was I doing that working full time, 
which I was the only full-time person at Home Depot uh, that was going to college full-time. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, it's tough. <laughs> but uh, but putting uh, putting myself through a fraternity as well. So paying my dues, earning my keep, you know, finding love in recruitment, which is what I do now. Okay. And building our team, you know, and man, we won all the sports and we had all the fun parties and, you know, we had all the money and everybody paid their dues. And, you know, I was a treasurer and played some other key roles in there. Um, but, you know, learning that and learning how much I really love business. And that's what I wanted to do, even though I had a criminal justice major that I was trying to complete and a minor in psychology. Mm. Boom, you know, I knew that I wanted to be business, you know, yeah. um, but, uh, but how do you do that? Even though you have a college degree, uh, in 07, 08 with the economy, the way it has been now, I said, uh, I said, man, you know, this is horrible for people to come out into the job world and have just, you know, from college, you think you're going to just, you know, go earn all this, you know? But you go out there in a bad economy, your college degree is nothing. People want experience. And if you don't have experience, how do you get it? And, you know, so I found myself as a subcontract labor hand on construction projects on pipeline and midstream. And so out there in that ditch while I'm dragging them hoses and hammering them up and doing my hydro testing and, you know, pigging and launching and receiving and cleaning pipelines. I saw inspection team out there that didn't know half of what I knew. And I was just starting, you know, mm. and they're sitting there earning five times what I'm earning in a day. And I see that I'm staffed. The inspection team is staffed all to the operating companies and general contractors. So how can I take this, you know, uh, uh, what, I'm already working for somebody that's business already exists, but how can I take this, build it to where it's more efficient. It helps coach the, the players through, through the, you know, their own goals and help build those guys, help increase their pay, show them, you know, that they're not just some number going out on jobs, but, you know, hit them in the pocketbook, you know, and, and pay them well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then, they go out there and they do a better job and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, just developing people maybe a little bit better um, and, and maybe caring for them a little bit more, you know? Um, nice. So, so you saw, so, you saw a need and that yeah. was like the catalyst for you. Well, twofold yeah. one, one to not be doing a job that you didn't love, but two to like create more opportunity for yourself and for other people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's why you do this. You know, that's why you start a business is to help others, mm-hmm. you know, cause you don't, you don't leave a 150,000 a year job, you know, to go receive $0. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and, and, you know, miss paychecks and, and, you know, uh, take care of other people's pay before your own, even though you might be the, the earner, you know, mm-hmm. and, and earning, uh, you still have to take care of all these other players. And, you know, if you have people out there in the field, man, you got to make sure that they're getting paid before anybody else is getting paid, you know? Right. Uh, 
So, you know, we've had to foot large payrolls, you know, $30,000, $50,000 a week sometimes. And, you know, and, and, you know, you know, getting there from scratch, because like I told you, you know, I don't come from money. So, right. you know, literally everything that we built was, you know, with a little bit of savings and 401k that I cashed out and, and uh, luckily, you know, my partner, uh, he uh, came across some inheritance money in 2020 because we were going down, you know, yeah. and uh, and he came in and, and put it on the line, you know, and, you know, that's a sacrifice stuff, you know, and, and you go yeah. out there and you invest all that you got and all your time and, and, uh, and everything, you know, for, you know, for not only yourself, but all the people that you're building as well along the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Those are some big, big sacrifices there. Definitely. So um, I get the sense from listening to you talk that you are quite hardworking. Where, where do you think that that comes from? Um, You know, I've tried to analyze that too. I mean, going really deep here. You know, I think it comes from uh, from just the way that you're raised, you know, and and uh, maybe coming from I wouldn't say like poverty, but, you know, uh, not a lot of money, you know, mm-hmm. to have extra things. So, you know, missing out on certain things that you wish that you could have done when you're younger, um, uh, you know, I think it kind of stems from from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think about it too. Um, cause I feel like I've always had this drive to excel and I, and I'm not totally sure where that comes from either. We didn't have a lot of money growing up either, Yeah, but you know, and then just kind of looking at my kids and they're yeah. quite a bit, they're quite a bit better off than I was right. and, you know, seeing the differences and like, huh, oh, hmm, interesting, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I think that I think that to some degree it does play a role in like your environment and how you grew up with your, your family environment and where you lived and all that. But I also think there's just something about like, when you come out, <laughs> like when you're born, there's like this thing for, for some people that you're just like always driven to, to do that. Do you feel like that's you? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've, I've been called robotic, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been called thing, you know, these movies that come out like the big short, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just like these, I don't know if it's kind of like, a uh, a bad thing or whatever, but, uh, but, you know, I'll share something with you, you know, it's just almost like a, uh, kind of like a autism, if you will. You know, growing up, I had really a lot of trouble speaking. Okay. And, and so, you know, I had to find other ways to communicate, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then also learn how to communicate with people. So I've spent a lot of time listening and, and just watching communication, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, but that's so cool. There's like so many things that you have like overcome and, you know, worked on to get to where you are now. So let's, let's bump back to that for a minute. 
where are you now? What is, what do you actually do for your company now? Just like high level. And, uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, so our, our main company that, that I focus on right now is Mark point. Uh, so, uh, we're, uh, mostly focus in midstream and, uh, downstream, uh, uh, which is oil and gas, you know, pipeline, uh, facility work. Uh, and, you know, since the downturn in 2020 and midstream still hasn't really picked up, uh, we had to shift, you know, so I had to shift into downstream. We had to shift telecommunications and, and more into it as well. Okay. Um, and so, you know, so a lot of what I do is day to day, just, you know, my week's already lined up, you know, every Monday we're, you know, I'm making sure we get all of our time, our payroll all comes in and, you know, we'll get all that checked off and approved and, you know, get that stuff moving over to Pat, you know, my partner who handles the invoicing and payroll to Austin, you know, so a lot of coordinating, uh, mm -hmm. A lot of, you know, talking to the hands in the field. So a lot of coordinating um, and then kind of midweek, a lot of recruitment. So, you know, uh, we'll be sharing a lot of posts at the end of the week. And then all the people that apply midweek, usually I'm in there in the system. I'm going through seeing who's applied to what and uh, reaching out. And, and uh, you know, a lot of people probably that are going to see this have spoke to me on the phone and been interviewed by me and I've got their notes in the system, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you're, you know, we, go, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of omnipresent, if you will, you know, I kind of yeah. do everything if you will. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, but your like main function as a company is to help put the right people in the right seats. Yes. Yes. Okay. Got so, it. You know, business development, you know, client, has a, uh, they might need a project manager or they might need a key salesperson and then they'll reach out and then we'll go in the system, see what we have, post jobs, share them, uh, interview applicants and, uh, get our clients, the right candidates coming through instead of a yeah. pile of resumes. Right. Right. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That that's super helpful. Okay. So, um, Let's jump now back to you shared a couple of sacrifices, like obviously, you know, the money things where you're able to kind of pull money from different areas that were earmarked for other things. Um, what's one or two other things that you feel like was a sacrifice that you were able to move through? Um, well, uh, I mean, so many. Um, <laughs> You know, like I said, and so 2019, we, you know, I left corporate America and, and 2019 was all about building this company and another one. And so, you know, it was hard getting through 2019. Mm -hmm. And then to get into 2020, um, you know, luckily we had uh, attended this big conference, you know, and spent thousands of dollars to attend it. And so it was for pipeline and we had 20, 30 people that wanted to pair up it coming out of this thing. And so everything was looking golden, but the second that was over the coronavirus stuff rolled out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, we had just, you know, busted our butts to make several hundred K happen. 
and then roll into 2020 looking strong and having a force of guys behind us, you know, to just go in there and attack it just Mm -hmm. for midstream to just fall out, you know? So, uh, you know, we had to shift and in that shift by the end of that year, uh, you know, uh, we, uh, we couldn't afford our home anymore. Mm. And so, you know, we actually had to sell and luckily we were able to sell in time and, uh, and yeah, so, you know, we sacrificed our home and, you know, I don't know what more you could sacrifice than that, you know, that's, but a, we, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. We sold our home and we weathered the storm. And then, you know, now we've been able to fortunate enough to get this home, you know, and it's all mm-hmm. taken care of. And, and so, you know, we're back on that grind coming back up kind of like we have been in 2019. And then, you know, it's almost like we had to revamp this company three times, you know, but, uh, but, you know, we've been fortunate enough to double each year. And so I'm sitting here putting all this work in and we've been, you know, we started, you know, 400 K 800 K we did 1.5 last year. Nice. You know? Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of sacrifice, you know, goes into this stuff and nobody ever talks about it. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, I, I've been asking people this stuff and you're the first person I've heard it from who's like, I had to sell my house. Like that's, that's yeah. so, so huge. And, you know, I think it can be, it can be easy to glorify entrepreneurship and, you know, it can either way, you know, there's challenges to either side being an employee or being an entrepreneur, but um, yeah, thank you for for sharing that with us and like yeah. just the realness of, Hey, this was the situation. Like we had to make yeah. this so that we could continue to grow. And it's so cool that you like kept going and now you're yeah. doubling year over year. Yeah. 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 You don't, you don't stop, you know, cause I could have stopped there and said, man, you know, we did 800 K we got to this point and everything, but you know, to sit there and then double it again, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, having to downsize your house. We had to let go of a lot of stuff. So last year when I, when I did that 1.5, I didn't do it from old faithful here. You know, this is my old faithful. I've done millions of dollars from this debt. You know, before I started this company, I did millions from here, Yeah. you know, and, and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, uh, moving, I wasn't able to fit this desk in my office last Uh year. Uh, so I, I did a makeshift desk, you know, I just yeah. want to, you know, I want to share that with people is, is everybody thinks you have to have all this fancy ass shit to make money. But, yeah. uh, but if you have the heart and the willpower, you know, you're gonna make it happen. You yeah. know, so I did a makeshift desk and I built out an extra plywood that I had and I did $1.5 million last year from that desk, you yeah. know, you know, yeah. so So that was just like, for me, that was a big deal. And, you know, I just, I, I never wanted to give up and, you know, we fought for everything we had and we're here and we're still going, you know, and, uh, you know, closing new deals and bringing on new employees. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough to help about a hundred people, you know, gain income through temp to hire opportunities and full-time opportunities helped about a hundred people in these past three, four years, you know? That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, for those of you listening who can't see the video, you, you, you can't see Tim smile, but I can tell like you're so proud of having like made it through some of these like seriously big challenges. Yeah. Um, oh, you can't see the video? Well, I can see your video, but okay. uh, if they're listening on like uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, there won't be a video with it. Right? Okay. Yes, uh, sir. The podcast stuff. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So let what do you feel like is a, a super valuable lesson that you have learned in this process? Um, well, you know, uh, I've learned a lot. Um, so, you know, I've learned several things that can maybe help speed up other people. Yeah. Let's hear um, <laughs> and, and, you, and you can focus on them, you know, it's, it's, it's real things. Um, so let's see here. I made some notes. Love it. Um, one of the things is you got to get over this, uh, this tech anxiety. Okay. Mm. Tech anxiety will keep you in the poorhouse. It'll keep you thinking, you know, uh, that you just can't get over this thing or this process can't be simplified, but man, through tech and learning new applications quickly. Mm -hmm. And I know with what you're doing, you probably had to learn what handful, 10 different applications or so to get everything done with your system. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sort of in the, this weird generation where uh, let's see, when I was in elementary school, we had our first computer lab. Right. So I didn't, I yeah. wasn't like my kids who like walk up to any screen they see and it's like, why, why doesn't this screen doing what yeah. I tell it to do with my finger? But yeah. I was early enough in the technology age that it was always kind of a part of like, okay, this is a process. I'm always going to be learning new technologies. So yes. it's not too tough for me, but definitely people who are like 10 years older than me, I see it all the time where it's much more of a challenge. Yeah. So, you know, for me personally, I hated computers. I hated the thought of using them. I felt like it takes away from humanity, if you will. Ah. And so, so I had this complex that I had to overcome and, and, you know, then befriend the technology, if you will, and learn spreadsheets and, you know, learn that stuff through my career. Cause you know, I work in the field, but I came into the office and had to learn all this stuff, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, getting over that hump, but learning applications, like I have about 50 different applications that I use for marketing. Okay. Mm. And so, yes. <laughs> and so, and so I've had to automate, integrate them and have them talk to each other to carry out processes of the business and simplify it down to where there's less button clicks and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know, learning those types of things and how to do that. It just gives you superpowers, you know, because now mm -hmm. on my phone right here, you know, I've got access to about 11,000 people that have signed up to MarkPoint and I have their resumes here. And so if you need any kind of certain thing, I can type it into my phone and boom, I've got it right here. I've got the resume. I can call them. I can, I can get them to you, you know, mm. and yeah. so you know, learning all these different applications and the tools that are available out there and then boosting them to, uh, to your benefit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and that ties into lead generation, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you gotta have CRM, you know, you gotta have some kind of system there, you know, yeah. and, and, and organize that data. 
Um, but networking, super important. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing more important than networking because I would not have been able to do these businesses without a strong network. Yeah. And, and how do you have that network? It's by taking care of everybody that I've met my entire life to build this network. If I was mm-hmm. just trashing people or doing people wrong, then I would never be to a point where you could form this type of business and carry it through a recession, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and, and hire people when nobody's hiring, you know, without yeah. a strong network. Right. Right. So, yeah, in, in that networking, um, cause it's basically about building relationships with people, right? That's what, that's what everything is in business. Um, so what, what would you say, like, what's, a tip that you might have for somebody in doing a good job with networking. Cause you, you can do it and have it not result in anything. Um, or you can have it result in lots of great things. So what have you found to be really effective for you in networking? Um, just being genuine and, mm. and, you know, uh, uh, finding people that have the same kind of, uh, goals and same kind of view and outlook to network with. You know, don't try and network with people that just aren't aren't your build. You know, I mean, you yeah. you can, but you're gonna be hitting your head up against the wall. So yeah. you know, um, just trying to find people that that share similarities with what what you have. You know, yeah, that yeah, I think that's spot on. Like, if you're serving this type of client and I'm serving this type of client, but I'm doing it in this way and you're doing it over here in this way then that's probably a good connection to have, right? Versus like, oh, you're doing something like totally different Then maybe that's not a, as high of a priority with connecting. Right. But just, you know, showing people appreciation for their time, uh, yeah. being grateful for the time that they are giving you, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and always adding value. You know, how can you add value to someone? Even if, uh, let's say it's not a super pair, you know, how can I add value to this other person in some other aspect? Yeah. You know, maybe it's even just a little tip or and it changes someone's life, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so little things uh, that you don't think mean a lot, they mean a lot, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think people are generally underappreciated. So anytime we can show them appreciation, that's, <laughs> that also goes a long way. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we all okay, put also, our, we all put our pants on, you know, the same way, you know. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so we were talking a little bit beforehand and uh cuz I'm just really fascinated by this and curious about it. You're a family guy, you've got three kids and you're married and you you work with your wife. So Yeah. Tell me what you've found for you guys in working together that has helped that working relationship and allowed you to, you know, not have it get crazy with marriage relationship versus work, like all of the pieces that go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, sharing, sharing the helm, you know, and, uh, uh, you got to boost each other, you know, and it can't just be a one way street, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, it can't be all about my success. Mm-hmm. It's got to be about her success as well, you know, and she has plenty, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it's taking care of your, your partner, you know, and, and, um, 
it may be your wife or it may be your partner, you know, an actual right. partner, but, but you're married to these people and you have to take care of them the best you can, you know, and, and expect the same back from them, you know? And yeah. so it's, it's really about respect, I think, you know, and respecting what their goals are and, and not, you know, not trying to shadow anybody or, you know, but respect what their goals are and, and how can you help build, build them up while you're building your own uh, project, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's awesome advice for sure. It's easy to get caught up in my thing versus like, yeah, helping them with theirs and celebrating theirs too. Yeah, no. And I, I just think, uh, how could you be a better partner, you know, than to, than to know what your wife's goals are and, and then, you know, sit down with them and draw up how we're going to get there, you know? And, yeah. and if you're working with your partner on their goals and then you're letting them know what your goals are, you know, and, and, you just take care of each other. Right. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Awesome, Tim. So, uh, where can people get in touch with you? Um, you know, I invite everybody to, you know, apply at markpoint.com with uh, mark point with an E at the end. Um, we, uh, you know, uh, we can't help you if you're not in our database, you know, so get, get your resume in there and make sure you put all your keywords there so we can, you know, help you, in your career and it may be something a year down the road but your resume is in there and it pings on what that city that you're looking for and and what you're looking for and uh and and that's your lucky day you know you get we've helped people get their dream jobs you know and and that's what it's all about yeah i love it uh, okay but, uh, but yeah no you could also get a hold of me at thirdpartypeople.com with the three, uh, number okay. three, and that's our little creative agency. Um, and so that kind of goes with our goal of trying to develop a hundred affiliates earning 20 K a year on top of whatever current job they may have. Okay, cool. And so that may be something that your audience may want to be a part of. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then my wife's project is tgcfashion.com. And, uh, and it's already starting to develop a big, uh, audience as well. So that'll be something for the ladies to take a look at. Nice. I love it. Okay, great. So, and then let's give us, cause I know you got a bunch, let's get one last nugget of wisdom from you that you'd love to pass on. Okay. Um, well, let's see. How about uh, uh, something that people aren't doing now because of technology, you know, mm. um, is just getting out a piece of paper and writing, you know, writing with mm. your hand, handwriting the things that are in your mind, mm. make your list and then go execute them. You know, nobody's just handwriting ideas or journaling these days. But man, it, it really helps. It really helps organize the thoughts you have in your head and it allows you to do so much more. Awesome. Great. Yeah. And it, it engages a different part of your brain when you write versus type. Exactly. You get it. 
You understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tracking with you for sure. <laughs> yes, sir. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for Tim. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on today. Yes, sir. Hey, it's been fun. Thank you for listening to Sacrifice to Success podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please check out the link in the show notes and you can find all of the details there. If you got something out of this interview, would you please take a moment to share on social media? You can just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to somebody or post it on the socials. Let's see if we can change the narrative of social media and post valuable, positive content. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, please go ahead and subscribe. The thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they mean a lot to me. If you'd like to know more, go to my website, davidweavercoach.com, or you can follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Those links are also in the show notes. And I do also have a free training on my website as well. So thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.